Hot Takes or Toast brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair is 2021. You don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or visit www.utahhairmd.com. <laughs> you going to sing a little Sinatra? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a couple tickets to see the Utah Jazz tonight. You want to go to the game tonight? See the Jazz and the Hornets? Boo, Gordon Hayward. Personally, I think you ought to be able to hear a pin drop when that guy is introduced. Total quiet. We're over you. You don't matter to us, but it's probably not. It's going to work Ooh. out. Yeah. Huh? Who? Huh? Who's that guy? <laughs> Probably be booze cascading down on him. Whatever. If you want the tickets, be caller 12 right now. 855-34-O-ZONE. 855-34-O-ZONE. And the way it usually works, half the crowd won't even be in their seats, so they'll neither boo nor be quiet. It's a later raving later raving it, crowd. It always is. You never know how many people are going to be at a game until 730. All right, PK. Question of the day, two-parter. We begin with, how much did that suck for the Cougars losing to UAB? A lot. It had a very negative impact on talking sports ratings. We need the local teams to win. Come on, pull it together. Jazz and the Cougars losing on a Saturday, that's no good. That's no good at all. Yeah, I know a guy who could help your ratings, but... Uh, well, that'd be on Sunday. Darren says... If Tuesday, Hall- Monday, you name it. <laughs> hey, you're a winner seven nights a week. Darren says if Hall could have played, I think they win. You buying it? Okay. Would that have made the yes. difference? Yeah, but I think it's a bigger issue there with this young fellow. I think he's a dynamic quarterback who had a great season, but you can't count on him for any length of time. It's unfortunate, but there's the injury issue with him now constantly. It just it's the reality. I mean, he got injured against SC. Or this was if this would have been a regular season, and and they normally well, going forward. I guess it doesn't matter anytime you play now when they get in the Big Twelve. But you, you can be injured against anybody. But the point I'm making is that was you know a couple of weeks back. So if this would have been in the regular season, he would have missed all these games. Yeah, he'd have missed three games so, off this injury. Maybe four. Who knows if he'd be ready next? And week. he'd already yeah. missed some games before. Two. So yeah. if you're if you're gonna go with him. You most definitely have to have an experienced backup, not some young kid who you think can develop down the line. You need Baylor Romney. like the like the Utes. The Utes. That's what they they've been doing. You know, they don't have an experienced guy behind Rising, and knock on wood, he's been able to be healthy. But with Hall, he's a dynamic player. Love his skill set, but the injury issue is there. And so, if you want to say sure that they would have won, I think they would have with him. Because I believe in his talent, and I know that the folks who coach him believe in his talent, and more importantly, that's what they believe as opposed to what I believe, and they tell me how good he is. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm dismayed that he can't find his way out on the field enough. Missed three games this year. They went two and one. Romney gave him some good play, but I get your point. There's a few games, and then he's out. There's a few games, and then he's out. And, you know, how will NFL people, I mean, he's, he's got the dream because everybody's got the dream. How will NFL people grade him on that? And more importantly, how will it work next year for BYU? Assuming he's back, I mean, yes, he could go. He's talked about thinking about it after the season. I, I would think he would come back, but you never know for sure. So would I. 
Yeah, and in this case, too, with the SC game, if it would have been regular season, he would have missed more. Yeah. You know, because they had a couple of Saturdays off. Mm -hmm. But I I try to go big picture on these bowls. But, man, for some reason, 11-2 sounds way better. Two 11-win seasons uh, sounds way better. And it it was UAB. It was a come-down bowl. And I guess that factors into it. I try to have fun with it. And I put it on Twitter just trying to have fun with it. And then I go and look at my mentions after the game. And, you know, I said, oh, BYU didn't want to be there. And a guy comes at me like, you know what BYU wanted or didn't want. Effort wasn't the issue. Give me a break. Another one, good excuse. Another one, oh, yeah, right, fanboy. <laughs> Don't step into the rivalry like that. Fanboy. Fanboy's a good the, one. Were these all responses to the McBride shot you got off? Oh, this one that I said was uh, that BYU didn't want to be there. It was two separate, those, two separate posts. Those yeah. ones off the uh, BYU didn't want to be there, which was a joke. And one guy thinks he's funny, Darren. That's what your wife says. That's not even an appropriate response to that. That joke doesn't apply to this one. But I love the one. Always oh, excuses, fanboy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Don't they get that I'm just screwing around? No. Tone is lost on social media. Tone is the first thing lost on social Nuance, media. Nuance, tone. Nuance is second, decorum, third. Yeah, but when you got a 20-year history, that doesn't count? Nope. Oh, no. 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 PK. Dude. I mean, I'm just messing around on yep. Twitter during these, these games. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, they make me laugh. Uh, uh, when I res- when I say something just messing around and they take it seriously, like BYU didn't want to be there. <laughs> Another guy, you're an idiot. Oh man, so salty. What a loser. Jeez. Tony says I'm not sure they realize the game started in the first quarter, and knowing a team deep in the fourth quarter is going to run the ball down your throat and you give little to no resistance. That was as disappointing as any game in the last two years. By far. I disagree with that. Wasn't the Coastal Carolina game really disappointing and undefeated? Boise State, wasn't that really disappointing? I'm I'm more with Mike. It sucked the normal amount. (laughs) It was a loss. It sucked. Yeah, but okay, you're losing to Boise State and you're losing to Coastal Carolina, which was good. Mm-hmm. And Grayson McCall and those guys, and, and the thing was set up. I think they set that game up Saturday morning, and they had to get on a plane and play that day. That legend grows. Uh, so that was understandable. Here, uh, the circumstances were much different. So I think under the circumstances, yeah, you, this was bitterly disappointing. Uh, I mean, who knows if they would have put you in whatever last year because uh, the big thing was their schedule, and mm-hmm. so you can go back and forth on that. Uh, Eleven and one. No, they've gone undefeated once, and you're expecting. And you're so close again. to twice. It's disappointing. Uh, it is disappointing, but I don't know that it's as disappointing as this one here. Uh, I think this one was this one was pretty disappointing, and they they didn't get it done when when we thought they were going to get it done. Although let's just call it like it is: the refs stole it from them. That wasn't a fumble by Nakua. He never had possession. Come on, refs didn't want BYU to win. That was obvious. Three, two, one. I'm going to check Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Incoming deluge of tweets. <laughs> fanboy. <laughs> Wesley says, par for the course, my dudes. <laughs> I like the my dudes. 
In what way? What way? How do you say that? He does not explain. I, well, I, I would need some elaboration. How is that par for the course? I don't get it. Because they traveled. They're not good in the central and eastern time zones. I don't know. I got nothing for yeah, you. We, yeah, I, I don't I, know. They haven't know. really had the ball run down their throat like that. Uh, I mean, there were shades of, the, shades of the SC game, but, you know, they got one more score in the SEC game and got the win. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's something to it that they lost to the Bears, the Broncos? And the Blazers? Yeah, Brian says, Killer Bees is the problem. Boise, Baylor, oh, and Bama, Birmingham. <laughs> oh, uh, I would go with the nickname, Bama, Birmingham. That's, that's a little bit of a stretch. There. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian. Brian went the extra mile for us. Brian, thanks for stretching and posting that. You're the man. And I think you have to give a little bit of credit to UAB, too. You know, that these teams here, some of these teams. Isn't this just what we were saying about Utah State, except we're not saying it about a local team? If you're in a decent league and you're in the top three or four teams, you can you play good football. You can beat good teams. You you can be, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know enough about uh, the conference USA. That's what they're in, right? Although they're 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 taking off, right? They're, well, a big chunk, and I don't know that that'll be a decent conference going forward. It has been a decent yeah. conference, but it's getting gutted. There's multiple teams leaving that league, and to stay alive, yeah. uh, they're picking up everybody. They're bringing up Stephen Liberty. Come on down, like, New Mexico State. Say hello. Exactly. New Mexico State's coming up. Jacksonville State is moving up. Are they taking they, UConn or UMass? They're taking one of them, but not the other. Uh, I can't even I remember. Yeah, they were talking about doing. It. I don't know if they actually ever pulled okay. the trigger. I on think that. they're taking Bishop Gorman. <laughs> nice. Bishop Gorman, come on up to the big leagues. <laughs> Corner Canyon can be a travel partner. <laughs> Still, it was disappointing. And, you know, to me, you brought it up earlier, it underscores the work that they have to do uh, to get into the Big 12. Because nobody at uh, Kyle Winningham, nobody cares about your injuries, and he's dead on. Nobody does. In fact, some of them might even want you to secretly have them. They can't ever say that. But you know, Kyle does. He says it all the time. Uh, I don't think he says that teams want you to have injuries. Well, he doesn't say injuries, but he says problems, and he's usually talking about problems when he's asked about injuries. He says, right, nobody but I don't cares think about he says they want you to have them. No, he says they, they're glad you have them. That, he says ninety percent uh, of the people don't care they have your problem, and the rest or don't care about your problems, and the rest are glad you have them. And usually he's talking about injuries. But but, but uh, yeah, uh, people always feel bad about that's, the that's kid. bad karma. I agree. I totally agree. People feel bad, but no one ever. Everyone's happy to catch the break. No one ever is like, I'm glad that kid has it. But plenty of people are like, I'm glad we're not facing that tackle, pass rusher, wide yeah, receiver, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, the fans may yeah. say that, but... We're catching the, a break there. I don't think that the teams... You start thinking that. I just I think that's dangerous. Yeah, I think the people uh, inside know how much work kids put into it, and then they don't get to play yeah. the game in whatever sport when they're hurt. That sucks. Right. But nevertheless, no one cares who's available, who's not available. The game is going to go on. And for the Cougars, they know they have some work to do. And I, and I sense that, especially next year. And they got a really tough schedule again next year because I was looking at it yeah. last night, just killing time watching a football game. You know, their schedule, I can argue, and you never know how it's going to turn out on uh, right now. But it looks like it's at least as tough as this year. It doesn't have the, the identifiable five Pac-12 teams, which is sort of fun and all that stuff. But the point being, you know, if they go through another good season, I think people are going to get really jacked 
And they should be jacked about going into the Big 12, but I still don't think it's just going to be a piece of cake walking a park transition. And we're seeing it here with these injuries because it's particularly defensively. I mean, they got bombarded. I'll give you that. They had some injury issues there, but the games are still going to be played. And so you've got to find ways to increase your depth to be able to have guys that there's not that much difference. And even dipping down into the third team sometimes, whatever it might be, depending on the position, you never know. Maybe they'll have some good health and they won't have to worry about it, but probably not over the course of given however many years you want to go into that. So they know they've got some work to do. And that was the situation I think that was on display because I was surprised to the level of success that UAB was able to run the ball, particularly at the end there when it was mm-hmm. obvious once they ruled that thing a fumble. And I didn't think it was a fumble, but nevertheless, they called it. And I saw Jay Drew wrote about some former uh, NFL, was an NFL referee, put a thing on Twitter. There's Terry no McCauley. way that, that, yeah. that the, yeah, there was no way that that was a fumble. And I didn't think it was. Uh, but he, these days, who knows what a fumble is? <laughs> who knows what a catch is? You know, we've seemed to just, uh, the lines of that have been blurred. And so I was nervous for the Cougars that if you don't want that to happen, then uh, secure the ball and then you're fine. But once that happened, I thought, I told my wife, we're watching the game. I said, this game's over because BYU's not going to be able to stop them and they're going to get the necessary first downs to run out the clock. That's exactly what they did. And, And it was very disappointing. All right, DJ and PK, we got a little news this morning. Jake Hatch tweeting it out. We'll tell you all about it. Yuck, what are you looking at me like that for? You already regret the tweet? No. Oh, okay. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.